Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleece, and so excited to be chatting with you again this week. I've been excited about this topic because it actually is really um, pertinent or timely for something that happened to me this week, and I wanted to share that story with you, but then also help you apply, um, you know, some practical tips to your life so that you can learn from my experience and be more successful, be more happy, be more joyful, and more connected to yourself in your day-to-day life. So today we are talking about intuition, and I will be sharing with you a little story about I save, how I saved someone's life. I know that that sounds like so dramatic. I will let you decide if you feel like I really did or not. I definitely think I did, but you can be the deciding factor. However, I know my intuition played a huge part in that, and I think that being more connected to our intuition will help us be happier, healthier, more successful people in our lives, and I want to help you do that and journey through that. So that is what episode 38 is all about. And before we jump in, of course, how am I feeling worthy? How am I feeling worth more this week? Um, It's been interesting because, you know, I prioritize a lot of mental health stuff and being really positive with your words and your mindset. But even as I was kind of talking about some business stuff with my business coach, she pointed out to me that even though I have a lot of these like positive visions and goals, I still have a negative way of talking about some of them or still some fear there or some doubt there. And it was so interesting because I hadn't really realized that that was something that I was doing until she pointed it out, which is why I'm so thankful for her and her services. But it made me kind of realize that even though I kind of work on some of these mindsets when it comes to my health and that kind of thing, I also need to be putting them towards my business, putting them towards myself, spreading them to other areas of my life because all of those areas are, of course, worthy. And so I have been trying and wanting to slowly implement some more positive um, habits and positive mindset shifts around my kind of business. And that really kind of ties back into the previous episode, episode 37, where I give you some tips about your beliefs and your beliefs that drive you. And one of the things is visualization. So I've been working more and more on visualizing my ideal self, my ideal life, and truly believing and feeling like that is already real because I am worthy of those dreams. I have those dreams for a reason. There isn't anything to fear with that calling. And so... I, you know, it's always helpful to realize that you might not be doing something as best as you could be. And that was something that was pointed out to me and it was really beneficial and it made me realize that there's always still ways that I can be growing and that I'm worthy of that growth and that kind of time and also worthy of that feedback because feedback is what helps us kind of expand and grow and overcome things. So I was really appreciative of that and we'll be working on that and hopefully I will keep y'all updated. Excuse me. But before we hop into this episode, we have a quick note from our sponsor. So 
So I'm going to paint a picture for you about what happened to me earlier this week and how I used my intuition to help save a woman's life. I was training a client of mine and we typically train up on this hill overlooking kind of a canyon and a hiking path. We're up there multiple times a week and it's something that we've kind of become very familiar with. And this morning, not this current morning that I'm recording that, but the morning that I'm talking about, um, we were training like normal and I felt like I could hear someone yelling and, you know, we're in a neighborhood, there's a hiking trail with kids and stuff. Like you don't want to just automatically assume the worst, right? Here's this like rational part of us as humans who's like, it's probably nothing. So I heard this a couple times and I kind of stopped her and I was like, do you hear that? And, you know, she's like, no. And I was like, I feel like I'm hearing someone yell help. And I know that sounds crazy because like, what are the odds that that would happen? But I feel like that's what's happening. So we were kind of quiet and we both then called out to try and see if we could have that person yell back to us and we didn't hear anything. And so I was like, okay, I'm obviously being crazy. So we continue training and then we hear something again. Both of us stop again. And then pretty distinctly, we hear a woman's voice yelling help. So we kind of yell back to her to try and figure out if she's okay or if she's hurt or lost or whatever. And we don't get much back from her, but we kind of assume that she's on the trail that's down below where we're training. So it's probably about a half mile from where we're at. I call 911 as we are like kind of running towards this trailhead to try and find her. And of course, mind you, they're like, what's her exact location and where is she? And I'm like, I don't know. I was just like yell talking to her over a canyon. I have no idea where she's at, which I know isn't helpful for them, but I'm trying to be a good Samaritan here and they were making it complicated. But anyways, we get to the trailhead. There's a couple other people that have kind of said like, oh, yeah, we heard her. Firefighter's already there. It's fine. And me and my client were both kind of like, well, we don't see anybody. We don't hear anybody. Like, I think we should just keep going. Like, there was something in us, intuition, that just made us both say, like, we should just keep going. So we kept on going. At this point, I had lost my 911 call because there was no service on the trail. And I wasn't that worried because I was like, you know what, the priority is finding her and then I'll get back to the service. So we continue down the trail, continue looking for her, asking if people have seen or heard this woman. And eventually we get to an overlook and we're looking out and I'm kind of, you know, doing that thing where you're like scanning something and you're just looking for like anomalies, things that are moving that shouldn't be moving or whatever. And I just see this like little hand waving from the brush of kind of the lower part of the valley. And we realized that that is where she is. Um, She was there with her two dogs and she had what looked like kind of fallen in. So I leave my client there to kind of let her know that someone is there. We are calling 911. I ran back to the head of the trail so that I could get service and find the firefighters who eventually showed up. And come to find out this woman had been there overnight with her dogs And I believe she had gotten kind of lost or disoriented on the trail and it had gotten dark and she couldn't find her way out. And she had been there all night yelling all night. So she was super disoriented, completely dehydrated. I mean, thankfully, I know this, like, it's not like dogs are like a person, like 
it would have been probably better to have a person lost with her. But I'm just so thankful she wasn't like completely alone, alone. Like she had the comfort of her dogs. But what she had done is she had crawled to the top of this hill within the little valley um, to be seen, which is why it looked like she had fallen into the brush. But really she had climbed up to be seen, even though it wasn't um, part of the hiking trail. So the firefighters show up, they end up helicoptering in to drop in and pull her out of the canyon. They pull her dogs out, they get her to a safe spot, and I'm sure to the hospital and whatnot. But yeah, that was my like harrowing Monday morning training session. And it was the craziest thing because I had really, you know, in my quiet time, I had been praying, like wanting to feel more connected to the Holy Spirit and listening to guidance and, you know, also feeling more connected to myself and that intuition. And I really feel like that is what helped me that day. You know, how easy we talked to a girl on the trail who was standing there waiting with my client while I was gone. And she had said, I think I heard her yelling but I just assumed it was kids. I just assumed it was something else. And I just kind of kept going about my day. And I think this is really indicative to what we kind of do with our lives in a lot of ways, right? There's something yelling at us and calling towards us and saying like, I need you to see this. I need you to see me. I need you to acknowledge this. And we just brush it past. We just say, nah, it's probably nothing. It's probably not that big a deal. It's probably not that important. But oftentimes when our intuition peaks up within us to, to shine a light on those things, it is really important. It's your mind and your body's way of telling you that there's something going on that maybe your eyes and your brain aren't immediately acknowledging. And it made me realize how much more it has benefited me to be connected to my body and that intuition. I'm a big believer in intuitive eating, as y'all know, and the whole purpose of intuitive eating is to be connected enough to your body that you know when it's hungry, when it's full, what it's craving, what doesn't sound good, you know, how, that you might be hungry an hour after lunch because you just didn't eat enough and there isn't shame in that. Or, You might not be hungry for eight hours because for whatever reason, that meal was really satisfying. There's something about knowing that your body just needs to go for a sweat and a run and you know that your mind just needs that too. There's something about knowing that your body is created to honor you, to take care of you, and we have this chance to listen to it and to show up for it. And I'm just so thankful that in those moments, especially this week that I listened to it, even though those guys told me that there was already firefighters there and there was no big deal, even though I was like, what are the odds that someone is in the canyon yelling help? Like that's like a movie or a TV show. Like that doesn't seem like something that would happen to me on a Monday morning, but I just kept listening and I just kept saying something feels wrong here. Something feels like it's just not right. And luckily we listened and this woman you know, was able to be saved. She didn't have to spend hours and hours down there longer for a whole bunch of people who just didn't take her seriously. And I share this story because I really want you to realize the value of being connected to yourself and also the value of not being desensitized to everything around you. We are in this fast-paced world inundated with so much going on around us that of course it's easy to just shut it off and to just ignore it. But 
when we disconnect from our intuition, when we disconnect from ourselves, we're living kind of half of our life. We're living half of ourself. And to be connected might feel a little more uncomfortable because it goes on a deeper level. It might be a little more complicated because, you know, your intuition isn't always exactly one way or the other, right? It's this sense, it's this feeling. But it is that connection to with ourself that reminds us that we're alive, that reminds us that we're unique, that reminds us that our experiences are ours and that we have a chance to show up for them. You know, it's like oftentimes you know what you need to do with your life or in a situation, even though you don't really feel like you know what to do. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but it's like we all know how to be healthier, how to be more active, how to be more kind to ourselves. But when it comes down to it, we don't really feel like we know what the next step is. We don't really feel like we know what we're supposed to do. But the biggest hindrance to listening to our intuition is overthinking things, is to kind of have to look at it from all angles and all sides and really try and say, okay, if I come at it from this angle, then I can be successful. When really, sometimes you just need to take action. So I have four steps to cueing into your intuition. And the beautiful thing is that I know that this is kind of, you know, slightly more of a I don't know, maybe like a woo-woo-y thing to talk about. You know, we talk a lot about more like health and, and those types of things. But I think the more deeply connected you are to your intuition, the more deeply you will know how to take care of yourself. You will know how to honor your body and move it in a way that it needs, to fuel it in a way that it needs, to talk to it in a way that it needs. And that is why if you can learn to cue into this and listen to your intuition then you can have the answers that you're essentially seeking, that you essentially feel kind of confused on. So the first thing when it comes to listening more to our intuition is to slow down and actually listen. (laughs) I know, don't hate me. It's so simple and so obvious, but it has to be said. I just look at my day sometimes and I go from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing without slowing down, without stopping, without really just giving myself a lot of time to think. But the problem is if we never slow down and we never listen, then we never start to cultivate a practice where that voice inside of us, that intuition inside of us has a chance to talk, has a chance to speak up. So to listen and to start tuning in, if you have a decision ahead of you or if there's something that you're trying to figure out, the first thing that I recommend you doing is just slowing down and asking yourself, what do I think I need to do in this moment? And just listen and see if anything comes up inside of you that says this or that. And this is a really important thing to acknowledge that like we're learning here. We're kind of figuring things out. There is no perfect answer because each of us has different lives, each of us have different goals, each of us have a different intuition speaking to us. So you have to listen to yours, not mine, not your friends, not your spouses, not your roommates, yours. So slow down and listen. What is she saying? What is she trying to show you and guide you? There are so many times throughout the day where as I've learned to slow down a little bit, 
I know when I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go for a workout. I need fresh air and a mental break. Okay, my intuition is telling me that, you know, it's time to eat. I am hungry and my brain is a little foggy because I need to eat something. My intuition is telling me I should just call my parents and just check in with them. And maybe nothing's wrong, but what a blessing to get to talk to them and to take a chance to honor that relationship that I have. You know, it doesn't have to mean like, okay, I was this is always the right decision because it was, you know, there was something that, you know, it's not like I call my parents and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you called. This is what happened. No, sometimes it's just your intuition prompting you to do the things that you know you need to do. So slow down and listen to it. Second, you need to take action. This is like, I think podcast 36 where I said, or episode 36, where I said, just do something. If you struggle with taking action, go back and listen to this episode. Like I said earlier, the biggest hindrance to our intuition is overthinking. Sometimes we just are like, well, was it this? Was it that? Is it this? Is it that? No, just stop it. Just take action. Just do something because then you have something to learn from. Then you have something to go off of. Because the third step is you need to check in and see if that response was the accurate response, the necessary response. So maybe you realize like, oh, I definitely didn't need to eat that, or I definitely didn't need to go for the run, or I definitely didn't want to accept that job. But you don't know how to assess and learn unless you take action. We can like pray all we want. We can meditate all we want. We can affirm all we want and vision board all we want and talk all we want. But if we don't take action, we have nothing to learn from. We have nothing to propel us forward. We have to take those steps and our intuition can guide us in the direction we're supposed to be going. But you have to take the steps to move. So then check in and see, okay, Was this right? Do I need to reevaluate? Was this what I was kind of hoping? Was this the correct response? And then the fourth and final step is you learn from it and you move forward. I think a lot of times as people are kind of trying to cultivate this deeper relationship with themselves and to better understand and then to kind of create healthier lifestyles and stuff, there can be a lot of judgment. There can be a lot of shame. There can be a lot of, oh, I should have known better. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. But the thing that you have to remember is that we're all kind of guessing our way through some of this. And you are learning your whole life. And this is a process. So it's important that you to remind yourself, hey, you tried something. You took action. You might have not made the right choice in that given moment. But now you can learn and moving forward, you can know how to do this differently. Or maybe you can impart your wisdom for someone who is in a similar situation. But we can learn from every action, positive or negative. But as you learn, don't stay stuck in fixating on that moment. Move forward. Keep going. Our intuition is supposed to guide us through our lives. It's there to speak to us, to let us know what we need, and to help us take care of ourselves the best way that it knows how. And as silly as it really does sound, I, it is important to cultivate that relationship. It is important to acknowledge this. So the first thing you need to do, slow down and listen. Second, take action. Third, check in, see if that response was the right response. Four, learn and evaluate and then move forward. Your intuition is there. It is guiding you. It is speaking to you. And you never know. 
You might not save someone else's life, but you could be saving your own. You could be taking action that changes the course of your life by tuning in and listening to what you ultimately want for yourself. This is an important thing to choose to do because we have the power to know what ultimately we need for ourselves. But most of us are too afraid to listen or most of us are too busy to listen. We don't trust ourselves enough to give the right answer. But you know it. You know so much more than you want to give yourself credit for. So start tuning in, start learning, start listening. I would love to know if you have any cool intuition stories. This one was just like crazy for me. And I really feel like that is what, you know, led me to listen for this woman and led us down to the trail and led us further down the trail. You know, we just kept going against what I think most people would have done in that situation. And I'm so thankful that we did. And it prompts me to want to continue to do more things like that, to continue to listen, to continue to not be so desensitized or just kind of, you know, I don't know what the word I really want is, but just like, oh, it's probably nothing. Someone else will probably take care of it. I'll just defer to someone else. No, you know. So you take action. You are powerful and worthy of that and capable of that. So tune in today, slow down, start listening, see what you're feeling, see what you're thinking, and let me know. Maybe your intuition is guiding you to share this podcast or to rate and review this podcast. And if so, listen to it. It is right on track. I would appreciate it so much and you will feel so much better for it too. I am also still offering my free consultation. So if you want to chat for 30 minutes about some goals in your life or some questions that you might have, pop over to my website. It's right at the top of the, the website. Just sign up for your consultation and I can easily get you booked. I'm happy to serve you and support you in any way that I can. And otherwise, I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for listening and I will be talking to you so soon.